Hey everyone, welcome back to the Craft Parenting Podcast, the podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a moderate parenting problem. I don't know, man. The last few weeks have been rough. Severe? Probably. Probably severe. The podcast about two Cincinnati craft beer lovers with a severe parenting problem. Yeah, that that tracks. Is that better? Yes, that's much better. Thank you so much for being here. My name is Joe Ludwig, and that voice that you hear is my lovely wife and co-host, Caroline. Welcome back. Hey, nice to see you on the other side. New year, hopefully COVID-free. Man, our house got hit. We didn't get hit too bad. A sea witch stole my voice. That is true. I don't know if that was the COVID or the crazy weather. Um, pretty sure it was the COVID, but yeah, that was that was a fun few days. Yeah, but we're all better now, as you cough as i cough into my face <laughs> i mean that's so you can help build up some more antibodies follow the science right is that what they say yep natural immunity we're gonna get banned if we keep going down that route <laughs> but as i mentioned in our final episode of 2021 we all got sick started off with lily our two-year-old daughter and then she graciously shared the germs and passed it on to all of us lily is really bad about sharing some things but is very 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 good at sharing other things mostly germs she will cough directly in your face she she will lick your face she's getting better she will rub her snot covered nose all over your shirt with love but she's getting better she is we're learning how to cough into our elbow um right now it's we cough remind her to cough into her elbow and then she fake coughs into her elbow (laughs) progress she's two this is this is what we can expect but as i told my my uh the team that i work with today it was our first team meeting of the year i said mm-hmm. if you want to test your patience as a human get sick but have the two-year-old get sick first because then she gets better first and she has <laughs> all of the energy well, while I- you are sick while you the parents are sick yeah that was that was the best part <laughs> Like, Lily, can we just lay down for like <laughs> five minutes? Mommy's not feeling good. Ballerina, run round. That's her new thing now, ballerina. Here, go go watch Jessie. Though she was a big fan of Lilo and Stitch. So I am super happy about that. I don't like Lilo and Stitch, but I guess that is a conversation for a different time. Because as we as we said earlier, it is a new year, and you, dear listener, may have noticed some slight tweaks to the the introduction to the cover art. We have a new logo. We do. Lily helped pick out the colors. Yes, yes, she did. <laughs> we have a ref- refreshed introduction and outro, which is debuting in this episode. I can't wait to hear that we have a more focused show format we'll, we'll see how that one works out <laughs> well and what i mean by that is we, we aren't going to go through what we did during the week on the podcast anymore instead that will we will turn that segment into a weekly blog post so every saturday we will have that up on our website i like blog posts so if you're interested in that, go to craftparentingpodcast.com and it'll be up there on Saturday. So going forward, this show will be about Cincinnati Craft Beer Market and how what we're drinking and where we go and all, all kinds of crazy stuff that we will do this year. We have a plan. It'll also be about parenting life and the many family adventures that we will have this year. 
so many adventures. Yeah. So we have another great show planned out this week. We are going to talk about our New Year's resolutions. I think you'll like some of my resolutions. Yeah, hopefully. Um, I've, I've never been a big resolution person. Usually, <laughs> usually I I pick something, whether it's getting eating healthy or, or working out or we joined the Y that one year. That was fun. We were pretty good about that until like mid-February when we all got sick and it kind of just stopped going that was a whole year later though no we got sick the first year too oh no we went back though because we went pretty we went a lot during the summer that first summer we we stopped at we slowed down after lily was born and then we started to pick it back up again and then the rona hit maybe i'm thinking about the second year then you're probably thinking about the second year But before we get to that, we both have an adult beverage in front of us. So Caroline, what are you drinking? So I'm attempting to drink my way through my beer fridge because I need to drink some of the older beers. And this isn't even one of the oldest beers in there, but it sounded good today. I am drinking a Pride and Passion Fruit Ale from Taft's Brewing Company. It is 4.6 ABV and 12 IBU. I'm pretty sure I've drank this on the show before. It's their Pride Month beer. So this is from like June of 2021. So it's... It's still holding up pretty good. It's still really tasty. I just need to drink it so it's no longer in my beer fridge. Yeah, speaking of old beers, I was going through trying to FIFO our beer fridge. First in, first out. Only way to do it. But I'm really bad about it. So thank you. We have Emancipator from... I saw that. From, I think it's from 2020. Either that or 2019. No, I bought it in 2021 at the marathon at the Five Way. Oh, okay. It's that one. But I don't know. It tasted kind of stale to me. Brian had it at had one of them during our Oktoberfest episode back oh, in yeah. August. He said it tasted fine. But when I drank it back in well, a year ago, back in February 2021, kind of tasted flat to me, kind of stale. Yeah. Like it wasn't fresh. Well, it's definitely old branding at the very least. Yeah, and I don't think they released a Bach beer in 2021. So if I had to guess, it would I would guess that it was from the 2020 season. Potentially. And uh, the marathon just had some in their cooler and it didn't move. So they, and I was a sucker looking for Bach beer and I bought it last year. Well, I mean, Bach beer is pretty delicious. So it's fresh. Yeah. But being fresh would definitely help out a lot. So Joe, I see that you have an adult beverage in front of you. What are you drinking? This is one of our newest beers that we purchased we went to sonder a few weeks ago first time there date night yeah i don't know how we ended up how we ended up out there but (laughs) i'm not complaining are you complaining nope it was a fun time great brewery it was a very nice tap room it was and we purchased nocturnal to go which is a dark lager and on the back it well it's 5.6% ABV. And on the back, it says Schwarzbier, product of USA. I don't know what that means. So are they trying to say that this is a Schwarzbier? I would assume so. If it says Schwarzbier on it, it kind of looks like a Schwarzbier from here. It looks pretty black. But remember when we were talking about Schwarzbier versus like Dunkel and the differences? Very subtle differences, but there is a difference. So I don't know if they're trying to do this, make this 
if, if this is a Dunkel or a short beer, whatever it is, it is freaking delicious. I'm glad I picked this up. Very big fan of, of dark beer, especially the multi, anything dark, really. Just sweet and chocolatey. To, to keep it in beer terms, would you say that it's firkin delicious? Oh, I see what you did there. <laughs> I mean, this did not come from a firkin, but it's pretty firkin delicious. Does Brink still do firkin Fridays? I don't think that they do, but I think that they should bring that back. No, they they stopped that before the pandemic when they were wee little lads when no one knew who they were. It was so fun. You never knew what they were going to have, but you knew it was going to be delicious. Yeah, we haven't been to Brink in a while. No, we need to go back. But we have some cans of Brink in the beer fridge. Oh, yeah. I do have an IPA that I have to drink. Or milkshake IPA? I don't remember. I just remember it sounded really yummy. And it was yummy because I got a taster glass of it. What? What am I drink? Oh, do we still have the crawlers? Do we drink all the crawlers? Did I drink that crawler? I forced you to drink it. <laughs> you did. It was yummy. No, this is the nightcap. Oh, okay. We have nightcap which is their Hoppy Holiday Porter. Mm-hmm. And then you have a Moosey. A Moosey? Mm, Moosey. So we do have Brink, but I I prefer my beer in draft form, not in can form. Well, I guess I better start drinking through that beer fridge faster. Yeah. <laughs> Now it is time for What is Bugging Caroline in Children's TV, where you, Caroline, tell us what is bugging you. Because in Children's TV, there is some crazy stuff going on. Uh, A little bit. Just a little bit. Just lack of physics, a lack of common sense. So this is a group What's bugging Caroline and children's TV? Because we recently started watching Mickey Mouse Clubhouse again. We kind of flip-flop between what shows the children watch at night before they go to bed. And Elliot had been going to bed before Lily. So we would put on something a little older for Lily to watch. But now Elliot's staying up a little bit later. So we decided to watch Mickey Mouse Clubhouse again. And I got to watch Joe's brain melt. And it was great. Because <laughs> I had vaguely recalled this episode. So the plot of the episode is Minnie gets a singing letter that says, hey, you're going to go sing your special song at the top of Melody Mountain. And Minnie's like, oh, I've always wanted to be a pop star, but I wonder what my special song should be because I haven't picked a special song. Well, let's go upstairs and play all of the musical and instruments and we'll figure out what your special song should be. Well, we go upstairs and there are zero musical instruments. Oh my goodness, where did they all go? Well, we have to find them because someone took them without asking, which is not a very nice thing to do. So going to find all of their instruments, there's a bunch of potholes in the road. So their music bus can't go over the road. So we look at all of our mouse tools, <laughs> one of which is a carpet, to which Joe says, how do we know it's not the mystery mouse tool? We haven't used any other tools yet. Well, Toodle said it was the carpet, Joe. And obviously, if we lay this carpet over the very very Swiss cheese-like potholed road. It's just going to cover up all those potholes and not be a problem. Because these that's were how this not works. Like, these were like probably a couple feet wide. These were huge potholes. So we used the carpet. It was a red carpet too. So it was fancy carpet to get over that section of the road that looked like Swiss cheese. They couldn't go around it either because there, there was, was a fence and, and a, a river. river. 
Yes. So they were stuck. So they did at least constrain themselves. So then we're in the woods and we're looking for something, but it's too dark because there's so many trees. So we keep going through our mouse tools and we have a disco ball. So we're going to use the disco ball because those shine light everywhere so we can see in the woods. To which Joe says, you need a light source for the disco ball to work. So what? <laughs> and I'm like, yeah, that, that would be a problem, hun. And so later we're getting towards the top of Melody Mountain. Through this whole episode they've been singing different versions of songs. So they've been singing like a blues song and a jazz song and you know, it's like blues song and they have like a country song and trying to figure out like what kind of song Minnie should sing and they're singing about whatever predicament they're in at the moment. Well, we get almost to the top of the mountain and we're stopped because there's a trailer full of music instruments in the mm. middle of the road because Pete had filled up the trailer with every instrument and was dropping them along the way. And oh no, I have a flat tire. So let's look at our mouse tools <laughs> to see what we can use to blow up this flat tire that clearly has a hole in it. <laughs> it does. It has a hole in it. Well, let's use the bagpipes, which Toodle says is fine, to which Joe responds with frustrated husband noises. I think you were just past words at that point, <laughs> because I mean that that's definitely not how one could remedy the situation. I don't even remember what the fourth tool was. It probably semi made sense, but I just enjoyed watching your brain melt during that episode of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. I usually do not watch TV after dinner because I'm the one who cleans up from dinner. Yeah. I put all the dishes away and I clean up the table and all that while you hang out with the kids and watch Mickey Mouse or reading Rainbow or whatever. Well, I have snuggle time with my children. Yes. I help clean up too. I'm just saying, I usually don't have to experience, I don't have to suffer through Mickey Mouse Clubhouse. But it that day... That is a pretty good description of it. <laughs> <laughs> but that day, I, for whatever reason, I was watching with both of you and I'm like, what the heck is that going on? <laughs> this doesn't make any sense. How can you go in the woods and tell kids that, yeah, you can just have a disco ball and it'll be a great light source? I mean, it's pretty adorable now because Lily will start to sing the intro and she she gets like maybe a quarter of the words. But yeah, it's it from an educational standpoint, it's very frustrating. Like they, maybe they didn't want to do a flashlight, but they could have done something else. Yeah. Now, like I do like the episode where it's like, okay, Pluto, today we have to give Pluto a bath. That's what we're going to do today. And so let's see what our mouse tools are. And it's a rubber ducky and shampoo and a bath towel and our mystery mouse tool. Well, okay, I think I know how we're going to use all of those tools. But then something happens and now we have to problem solve with how our tools can be used for this task that we thought we were going to do for this new task that we're doing. And that usually kind of works out okay. Like, okay, we need to use the shampoo to make something slippery so we can get it unstuck. That generally works. Okay, yeah. Problem solving is good. I get that. But but these are terrible. Like sometimes the mystery mouse tool is a baby elephant because the baby elephant is going to blow up these balloons for us or hose us all down. Or our boat is sinking. It has a hole in it. So we're going to use an ice cream cone. Yep. To uh, plug it up. 
plug up that hole. If only the Titanic had ice cream cones. I mean, a tragedy could have been prevented. I'm not saying the writers of Mickey Mouse Clubhouse are on drugs, but they give the Muppet Show a run for its money (laughs) sometimes. You put the lime with the coconut. (laughs) We should probably move on. (laughs) If you want us to start a Patreon so we can come up with commentary for Mickey Mouse Clubhouse episodes, we can do that. And who, who do they send that feedback to? To Elliot, because he's our executive <laughs> producer. Okay. <laughs> if he can't be reached, you can reach Clara. She's usually on the couch. She's pretty easy to find. Or with our appendixes. Yeah. You might have to perform some minor surgery to get to Clara, <laughs> but you'll find her. <laughs> she is. Is Zoe getting a, a producer credit for this episode? Uh, Sure. <laughs> Zoe can get a producer credit for this episode. So now on to the main topic of the episode, which is all about our New Year's resolutions for 2022. So Caroline, you have quite a list. I have five. You have five things on the list. Yes. Okay. What are the these five things? So like you, I am not really big into doing New Year's resolutions where it's like, I'm going to change my whole life. I'm going to lose 40 pounds. I'm going to go for a five mile jog every day. I'm going to eat kale and quinoa and only healthy things all the time. <laughs> Because I don't want to set myself up for failure and set realistic expectations of what I'm going to be able to achieve working full time, having two small children and having a whole house to manage. So making sure that I'm not like super going to overload myself. So my first resolution is to finish some craft projects that I have started throughout the years. So around our house, I have multiple craft projects. Most of them are in the closet, which Joe doesn't mind because the door closes. (laughs) And I need to finish some of those before I start new projects. So, so far, I've made a little bit of progress on this because I finished up the kiddos Sesame Street pillows, which I started last year. So that counts. And I made the pillow bed for Elliot, which I bought the supplies for last year, but finished this year. So both of those will be blog posts coming up over the next month or two because those are super fun projects and I'm glad that I finished them. In addition, I found a blanket that I started knitting for Clara before Lily was born. I've done a few rows of that. I need to work on the blanket for... For Sweet Pea, Stephen and Hillary's daughter who was born recently. I've made some progress with that. Got some other projects hidden around the house. So trying to use up some of the supplies that I have at home and finish some stuff up before I start new things. The footprints. I know where all the stuff is for that now. And handprints from a year ago. <laughs> It'd be a great Valentine's Day present for the grandparents this year. My next one is to go hiking with the kids at least once a month. So like average throughout the year, but would prefer at least once per month if possible. So even if it's just like a short little hike through the woods, getting the kids out into nature. Lily loves to walk in the woods. Elliot's starting to walk now. He is. So he's not really ready to go hit the trails yet on his own, but maybe he gets some time on the ground with his big sister in like March. He needs to get a little bit better at walking first, (laughs) even if it's just a little hike every month. Get out in nature, get some exercise, do that. Take the kids to a state they haven't been to yet. I'm hoping this can be something for every year. Mm. And we can do more than one state each year. That's fine. Because so far, the kids for sure have been to Ohio, Kentucky, Tennessee, North and South Carolina. They have. 
because that was to and from Myrtle Beach. Yes. I can't remember whether or not we've taken the kids, to, if we've taken Lily to Indiana. I don't know if she's really done anything in Indiana. Are we counting Lily in your tummy? No. So Lily born outside of the uterus. Yeah. So I think we can do Indiana. Hmm. So take the kids to a state that they haven't been to yet. Get the house a bit cleaner. So get better at organizing and getting rid of the clutter. It's... I feel like it's pretty doable if I just say get rid of some of the clutter. (laughs) Trying to create zones in the house for Lily's things. So like all art supplies live here. Stash of toys here, here, and here. Stash of books here, here, and here. And for the most part, keep them in those zones. Children aren't really great at helping out with that yet, but I'm hoping that by the end of the year, Lily will be a lot better. Oh, yeah, but then, Elliot, you remember Lily as a one-year-old. She would tear down all the books off her bookshelf. With love. Yeah, so we have a one-year-old now, almost. Though I will say, Lily is pretty good about being clean. If she sees any garbage, it is, this has to go in the garbage can right now. We cannot make any detours. Either I or you have to put this in the garbage can right now. (laughs) And what did you say to me? She's your daughter. Um, And so then my last one is to be more active. So as a person, just to like get up and get moving more in the craft beer community. So do more with those people and getting out and about in Cincinnati in general. We kind of go to like the same four places. So trying to stretch ourselves out into going a few more places once we for sure have gotten rid completely of the sickness. Everybody else is doing pretty good. I still have a cough. It's annoying. I'm pretty sure we are. Well, COVID's a weird disease in that you can still test positive one month from <laughs> testing, originally testing positive. Yeah, that's fun. So it doesn't, if you test positive in that context, like if you were sick a month ago, I don't, you're not supposed to be contagious. But that begs the question, if you go on an airplane, like they, they want a COVID test, right? Right. Yeah, I so. mean, I don't want to go on an airplane, though. No. <laughs> my my goal, which is not on this, in this Google document, is to not fly on an airplane <laughs> in 2022. <laughs> it's, it's, it was an awful experience before the pandemic. I can't imagine what it's like, you know, after and during the pandemic. Yeah. I mean, I've been flying for years, so I've seen, I've seen a lot. I prefer just to drive. I'm more in control then. But I have some airlines aside. I have some bullet points of things that I would like to do. um, And you can feel free to comment. So my first goal this year, my resolution, is to visit 12 new breweries this year. I like breweries. Which is an average of one per month. So there there are over 60 breweries in the Cincinnati area. That's including Northern Kentucky and I think up through Middletown. That sounds right. So not quite Dayton, but right before Dayton. And that, that's according to the gnome, the gnarly gnomes list, which in my opinion, he is the the authority on Cincy Craft. I would as, concur with that statement. As far as his master list and the research that he put into that. Well, according to that list, I think it's closer to 70 than the 60. But we'll, we'll call it plus 60 plus. I, I think the last one of the recent episodes of Truth, Beer, and Podsequences said 69. Because if you have to guess a number in the 60s, that's the only number you're allowed to use. Okay, fine. 
And we have been to quite a few of the 60. I I went through his list and I checked some of them. It's it's a weird list in that he includes places that you can't visit. Like right. Mad Tree 1.0, which is technically still an operational brewery, but no longer has a tap room that you can visit. Right. But I have been to Mad Tree 1.0, so I counted that. Um, and uh, if I'm remembering, I don't want to spoil it because I am going to write a blog post about this later in the month. But I think it's about, I did about 30, 30 locations on his list. That sounds-ish right. So, um, because... Uh, we, I call it the stupidest day of my life. <laughs> One of our mutual friends turned 30. Quite this was a, many, many moons ago. Quite a few years ago. I think this was 2014 or 2013. And we, this was before Cincy Brew Bus was a thing. And we rented a Peterman bus <laughs> and we went to. Oh my, so many bad decisions. <laughs> did we go to eight breweries? In a day? That sounds about right. It was quite a few breweries. Yeah. Like a very good percentage of the breweries that were open at the time. It was um, Listerman, Rheingeist, Mad Tree. Rivertown Se- when it was out in Lock, when it was at where um, yeah, yeah, Lock- Cincinnati Brewing Company is now. Is that who's there? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Um, Rivertown, Cellar Dweller. We went all the way out there. Where else did you guys go? We uh, went to Moorline, the, the, Moor- the, tap, the tap room. Yeah, Gray Car. Cartman gave us a tour. And we got Hogshead cards. Yeah, he gave us Hogshead. Yeah. Um, Which, those were great. Did we go to uh, Braxton? If you did, I don't think I was there for it. I don't know if we went. I don't think you guys hopped the border. I think I'm confusing my bachelor party with Nick with uh, that with that day. But anyway, it was the dumbest day of my life because it was. A, oh, 50 West. We went to 50 West, too. And this was an all day thing. It was. Because we started Listerman opened at 10 and we went to Listerman at 10 o'clock a.m. And then we ended at Listerman which at 11. So it was a 12 hour venture. Yeah. And I joined you guys about halfway through because I had a craft fair that day. Yeah. So um, what was my point? Oh, you knocked off a lot of breweries during that. Yeah. So event. Th- that's really what started my interest in, well, my knowledge in craft beer. I mean, I was always into craft beer, but my big thing was Hudipole. Mm-hmm. I really liked Hudipole, the Hootie Amber Lager. That I was in distribution that that's I would drink that all the time and your, your parents would make fun of us because oh you're drinking that hootie delight stuff that we used to drink as kids no this is that but there is a difference between hootapole and hootie delight yeah it was not hootapole or hootie delight those are completely different <laughs> um but yeah that so that and my bachelor party we did something similar but we didn't do we didn't do as many breweries as as that whereas their friends uh 30th birthday party. Yeah. I think we did like five breweries for the bachelor party. I just remember being mildly bummed that I was not allowed to go to your bachelor party. Yeah. Because I too wanted to visit all of the breweries. <laughs> but no, you can't do that. It's supposed to be for the boys. I don't know. Someone invited Candy. <laughs> I mean, she's pretty cool. So. <laughs> It was a double bachelor party for those who are wondering. (laughs) 
some people were later. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, and I was super nice. And I picked you, your dad, and your brother up in our four-door sedan. I with, think I with used the Zoe. Big, I think I used the bigger four-door sedan. Didn't you have Zoe? With Zoe in the car. As a puppy. As a puppy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like, and I did. I think I, I think I picked up Matt too, because I feel like the car was full. It was so the full. dog, so Zoe had to sit on people's laps. <laughs> we were just like, why did you bring her? <laughs> because you wouldn't let me go to all of the breweries too. I just wanted to go to the breweries, Joe. So what was that about staying more on topic? No, we are in topic. I'm talking about the breweries that we've been to. But so many have opened up in the last couple of years. We haven't been to half of them. Like It's a terrible problem to have. I know. So my first uh, resolution is to go to at least 12. It's one per month. And we have a plan. Now, whether or not we follow through with that plan, I don't know. And whether or not we do it one per month. <laughs> I mean, it's like my hiking thing. If we do like six hikes in December because we only made six hikes before December, it still counts as an average of one per month. Yeah, well, it's fine. We tend to stay on the west side. We have very good beer over here. We have West Side Brewing, which we are Mug Club members of. We have 13 Below and Brink. And those three breweries, we just go to all three of them and then we call it a day. But there's just so much beer out there in Cincinnati and Northern Kentucky and Indiana, Southern, Southeast Indiana, whatever. So I want to expand my horizon. It may not be convenient. It may not be easy, but I do want to do that. At least 12 new breweries. I think we can do it. It's on the record. Hopefully we get somewhere close to that. Yeah. I do have a personal goal of walking on my lunch break. So I, I have been lazy the last couple months. It's been cold. Well, and then we and all rainy. got sick. Yeah, it's been cold and rainy. I don't really feel like it, but I am going to do it. I'm going to bundle up. I'm going to do it. You have to check the progress on the house being built for me to be nosy. Um, so we came up, we meaning moi. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Miss Piggy. Uh, we came up with a pretty solid editorial calendar for 2022. I don't... Th- think it's too ambitious it is less content like blog wise Mm -hmm. it's more focused on the three topics that we said that i said at the beginning of this episode family adventure parenting craft beer it's more focused on that but the thing is my goal is we really need to stick to it no excuses that that those are deadlines and we need to stick to it but clara says i need to snuggle with her Uh, you have a laptop (laughs) (laughs) So a more focused brand and schedule will hopefully help us grow our audience. Millennials our age. Millennials, that's a large group. Mm -hmm. Wide range of ages, but we're at the tail end of that age bracket. They are That group is starting to have kids. They like to drink craft beer. So hopefully they will, this podcast will be um, something that they could listen to could be a resource one might say a resource yeah so hopefully hopefully we speak to someone and we grow our audience a little bit in 2022 another resolution that i have and i talked about this a little bit last in our previous episode 
I want to have more guests on the show. Some of my favorite episodes of the Craft Parenting Podcast so far have been with guests, whether it's Brian and Graham or Stephen and Hillary or whoever. I like getting Marco to say nipple pads. That was fun. <laughs> Well, maybe Marco will come on the podcast. We won't make you say nipple pads on our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I also want to record on location. Ooh, I like doing that. We did that a couple times in 2021, back when we had the tenants living in our basement, and they would gracious, graciously, gracious, grac- graciously, graciously. Now I'm questioning how you say it. Graciously. Graciously. They graciously watched our kids and let us have a date night, and then they stopped. Because they were quote too busy. It's hard living in your kid's basement. Life is just so rough. But I don't know. I don't know how we will find the time to do that. Maybe I can call my sister and doing <laughs> coming over. Though I think this past weekend when she was hanging out with the two kids, she was really annoyed at Elliot. <laughs> well, because all he wants to do is get into things. <laughs> Doesn't he do anything else? Mm. No, Jenna, this is the stage that he's in. He just <laughs> wants to get into things and cause trouble. Yeah, so so the two kids, they were uh, ganging up on her, and I think she was frustrated. I mean, I am frustrated, but I'm their mother, so I don't get a choice. <laughs> <laughs> and quarantine has been rough. <laughs> Because even if it was just like, oh, we're off work, like we could go to the park, we could go to a coffee shop, we could get out of the house. But no, we couldn't go anywhere. Speaking of quarantine, I want to clarify before you call the CDC on us. My sister was the source of the sickness. She was. We have been able to trace it back to her. She tested positive. She gave it to us. She gave it to everyone in her household, my mom and dad. So our quarantine... Our quarantine bubble included her. It included my sister and my parents. So if if you have the CDC on speed dial and you're calling to tell on us... She was in our bubble because she gave it to us. She had she gave it to us first. Though so it was pretty funny because she was like, hey, when are you guys out of quarantine? Because I want to come hang out with the kids. And I'm like, Jenna, we're sick because you got us sick. We have your germs. You're in our bubble. You can come over. <laughs> My mom can't come over because she didn't get your germs, but you can come over. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Somehow my brothers got out, got out of it. So not to overshare, but if you were about to call the CDC on us, she they, was in our bubble. She she gave it to us. We were both sick. We call were both... the CDC on her. <laughs> um, where was I? <laughs> I don't know, but you said that I had a lot of resolutions, and I had five five bullet points. You have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. You have eight. Oh, I I have two more. Okay. I want to upgrade our equipment to make recording on location easier. I like easier. So we have equipment to record, just the two of us. It doesn't need a plug. It just connects to the laptop, which is perfect if we want to go to like 
West Side or, or wherever to record. But if we want a guest to come, we have that capability, but we need a plug. So I think I know what I want to get. Okay. But I'll just say, uh, I think I'm going to get it by the time we reach our one year anniversary. Okay. So um, the new equipment won't need a, a plug, mm-hmm. which will allow us to be, to record on location. We don't have to have strangers in our house with two crazy dogs and two kids. <laughs> <laughs> um, so in corporate America... Uh, you're supposed to put in your goals or whatever for the year if you are in business and you have an office job blah 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 they say you're supposed to have one quote stretch goal I mean my stretch goal is getting the house more organized (laughs) so (laughs) let's be real Something that's a little bit challenging. It's not low-hanging fruit or whatever. Uh, We aren't in corporate America. We answer to no one but ourselves. But if we were and I had to have a, quote, stretch goal, I would say it would be to do a live show. Ooh, that'd be fun. Uh, From a logistics standpoint, I have no idea how that would work or where it would work. But uh, there you go. That's... um, (laughs) That is quite the stretch goal, actually. I mean, at some point, I'm going to record a wine episode with the women of Cincinnati podcast. You are? Yeah. Julia said she'll let me know. Because, like, literally, I listened. I hadn't even finished listening to the episode. And I was like, actually, I don't even think they had fully finished off what their idea was. Just that Truth Beer and Podsequences wants to do a fully women episode in 2022. And I was like, I'm in. And then I find out that it's about wine. And I'm like, sweet, super in. Because alliteration, women and wine. And Ah, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so she says, yay. She'll let me know when they're closer to actually planning stages. Does she have any idea what you were talking about? <laughs> yeah. She said, yay. Smiley face. We'll let you know when we're closer to the planning stages of everything for sure. Wine, all women show, etc. So you just, you text, you uh, messaged her and said, I'm in. That's literally all I sent her. (laughs) (laughs) And she understood that? It was the same day the episode had dropped. She had just finished editing it. (laughs) That's funny. And then I told her that I was excited and I'll, quote, abandon Joe with the kids to record in a heartbeat. LOL. You abandoned me a lot to record podcasts. (laughs) Once. Literally, I've done that once. Uh, Okay. So... Those are our resolutions for 2022. It is on the record and we have our listeners to hold us to account, as they say. Hold us accountable? Who says hold us to account? Hold us accountable, as they say. So now it is time for Joe's Dad Joke of the Week. It is the first dad joke of 2022, and I think it's a good one. I hope so. They say how you start off your year is how you'll spend the rest of your year. Our year was started off with us hanging out in a bathroom with Elliot with shower water going full blast on hot, trying to clean out his nose enough so he would go back to bed. We were watching, I was watching Star Wars. You were watching Star Wars. I was in a bathroom with Elliot. 
Elliot trying to make it so both of us could breathe comfortably. Yeah. So we didn't come up with this, but a podcast that we listened to that's all about Star Wars mm-hmm. called Rebel Force Radio. One of the co-hosts came up with blowing up the Death Star, you know, in, in A New Hope, episode four. At the stroke of midnight. So he timed it out. And And now you can find all sorts of things that you can do at midnight if you time it out just right. Yeah. So if you timed out, um, what is it? Like Thanos' snap or you can do Iron Man's snap. Yeah. Or blowing up the Death Star 2. There was one where it's a quote. It's like at the beginning of a movie too. Because like you start the movie at like 1140. There was the Lord of the Rings. Yeah. There's like Lord of the Rings where. um, The two towers where. Oh, maybe that's the one where it is. No, that's like in the middle of the movie. What does he say? He says, so it begins or something. I think that's one of them. But there's, there's one that's really annoying, but I don't remember what it is. So I was really excited because we usually go out for New Year's. We go to Stephen and Hillary's house. Yeah, but they were like about to have a baby or something. So they didn't have a New Year's party. And then we all had COVID anyway, so we couldn't go anywhere. Yeah. So I was all excited. We were actually going to do it. And uh, the co-host has a blog post on his website that, you know, you're supposed to start the movie at this time, at this place. Don't pause it. Don't turn off your internet. Yeah. And of course. We start the movie. Both kids are in bed. Elliot starts screaming like 10 minutes into the movie. Actually, no, before you even start, it was 10 minutes. It was like five minutes before you were supposed to start the movie. Elliot starts screaming. So like I'm taking care of Elliot while you start the movie. I I think I, I managed to get Elliot back to bed because I joined you and I was like, hey, so can we rewind? <laughs> I got a nice, lovely little death look. And then like 10 minutes before midnight, Elliot decides that nope. I am unhappy again. Yeah. And that's when the COVID really hit him. So, yeah. And he recovered fine. But that night was kind of blah. It was a little rough. When I say that night, some some parents out there who might have sick kids, you might be up literally all night. He eventually calmed down. He did. Though it was after midnight. So I guess if it wasn't New Year's. He just wanted to ring in the new year with his parents. Yeah, he didn't so want to be tardy to the party. It just happened to be New Year's Eve. We were up already. So we weren't upset about it that much. Though I did. You were in the bathroom, I think, with him. And we had the steam going. And I stepped out to record, you know, the solution, you know. The the results of the did results I start the movie at the of, right time? I was literally 18 seconds off. I wonder if they don't have the McClunky edit version. No, that's what it said, McClunky edit. Huh. So I don't know. I don't know what I did wrong. Better luck next year. That just means we have to do it again. Well, we could literally do it any day of the year <laughs> and pretend like it's New Year's. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, I was like 10 sec. I was like not even a couple of seconds. It was like literally 18 seconds or something like that off. Yeah, because like our neighbors started playing their trumpets. I was very confused at midnight, which I know is like a thing to do. But I was like, what? Yeah, they haven't done that. They didn't do that last year, I don't think. I don't remember. But um, as kids on New Year's Eve, we didn't really go anywhere. We banged pots and pans. Yeah. Like we we went on our front porch and we banged pots and pans. I don't know why (laughs) or... Where that came from, that's just something that my mom and dad told us to do. I don't know. It was fun. But anyway, I have a dad joke. Oh, yeah. That's what we were talking about. (laughs) 
<laughs> I do. I have a dad joke. So, Caroline, it's all about the sports ball. Sports ball. Which I know you are a big fan of. Score the baskets. Shoot the goals. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. To do that. So, what New Year's resolution should a basketball player never make? Uh, to, I don't know. To travel more. If you're a basketball player, don't travel. <laughs> <laughs> sports ball. That's a good sports ball joke. Because <laughs> in basketball, if you take more than a step, it's called traveling. You have to dribble. Dribble the ball. Oh. Okay. Sports ball. <laughs> Put him. <laughs> Well, that does it for this week's show, the first show of 2022. Thank you all so much for listening. Make sure to like, follow, and subscribe to us on the social medias. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and YouTube. You can find us at Craft Parenting Podcast on all the all three of those platforms. You can get a hold of us via email also. You can send us feedback, questions, comments to our email address, which is craftparentingpodcast at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or your podcatcher of choice. Make sure to share the show. It's what helps our show grow. If you'd like to send us stuff such as fan mail, pineapples, craft supplies, or sanity, if you happen to have any lying around, we have a P.O. Box. And that P.O. Box and... All of this information is available on our website, which is www.craftparentingpodcast.com. That's where all of our show notes are. Plus, we've been, we will be writing blog posts again about some of the stuff that doesn't make it into the podcast. And with that, I'm Joe. And I'm Caroline. See you next time on the Craft Parenting Podcast.